Welcome to Dr. Oklahoma, a podcast that shines a light on uniquely Oklahoman health challenges and situations by chatting with integrous physicians who live here, practice here, and are willing to lend their time and expertise to all of our listeners. One of the absolute hot-button topics in our state right now is the opioid crisis. Oklahoma is in the national spotlight with litigation in our own courts, while around us we can observe the damage and the loss of life firsthand. With us is Dr. Wilson from Arcadia Trails Centre for Addiction Recovery at Integris Health Edmund to help us sort through the facts and provide some direction on how to approach addiction in either ourselves, our friends and loved ones, and in Oklahoma communities in general across our great state. Dr. Wilson, welcome to Dr. Oklahoma. Tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. I'm Dr. Kimberly Wilson, and I'm an addiction psychiatrist. I have board certifications in the specialty of psychiatry with the American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology and in addiction medicine with the Board of um, Preventive Medicine. I'm the medical director at Arcadia Trails Integris Center for Addiction Recovery. So give me a feeling for how it is that these opioids, these painkillers, which are obviously such an essential part of modern-day surgery and surgical recovery and, and, and severe pain relief, how is it that they have become such a problem as far as addiction is concerned and, and the, the various problems that flow from that addiction? If someone has an acute injury or they have a fracture or you know, they require surgery, they need pain relief. And the way to healing is relief. And there is a reason why opioids are there and because they do provide relief. But knowing now that you know, educating your patient that you only need maybe seven days worth of this medication before your pain is resolved as a result of this, this injury or surgical procedure, setting a patient up for success and helping them understand the way the medication works for so many days um, after a procedure, that helps them understand why they don't need to continue taking it and taking it. What is it about this medication that makes it so addictive? Well, addiction is a funny thing because it affects everyone's brain a little bit differently, whether it's an opioid or some other substance. The mechanism is all the same, but I think the reason that we've seen such a strong opioid addiction problem is because of the vast number of opioid painkillers that have been prescribed over the past decade. Talk a little bit about that mechanism and, and, and why it is the same across, across all the range of various different substance addictions. So it starts with, you know, just taking a new substance for the first time, how pleasurable that is perceived in the brain, because everyone's brain is different. It reacts differently. I'm sure you've heard mothers say if they had a dozen children, no two children would be alike. Right. Well, it's the same thing with brains in the human. There's no two brains alike. We all have different receptors and um, respond in different ways to different substances. But those certain brains, that are predisposed or have the right chemistry and receptor makeup to respond in a more intense way to a substance become addicted faster because of this pleasurable reward that the brain senses. Some people can take this opioid painkiller for relief and not respond to it in a favorable or positive way like someone else would. How do we know when, whether it's ourselves or whether it's friends or family, what are those first signs of, of a problem developing, of, of an addiction developing with these pills? So the first thing one would notice is a, is a dependence on the medication, which means you would need to take higher dose more frequently to achieve the same rewarding effect. 
And then once you notice that you're seeking that medication more often, but you're doing unusual things that you would normally do to get that medication, then we start to see addiction has developed. In other words, if you're seeking it out more often from more than one physician, or you're taking too much at a time, or your prescription is running out too soon, you've got to think about what you're doing, that addiction has probably developed. Also, maybe you're attempting to borrow medication from a family member or a friend, or you're faking some symptom, even with your physician, in order to get more of the painkiller. And are they things that you see happening a lot out in the community? It's very frequent that this happens, because the brain doesn't know exactly what it's doing. It's thinks that it has to have the substance for survival at this point. So that becomes the most important thing, that looking for the substance. It's just like an organism is looking for food and water, because the brain really can't tell the difference. It just believes that this is the thing it has to have right now for survival. Right. Let's talk a little bit about, about a, a family who, who might be in the grips of addiction, whether, whether it's a family member or, or even an individual. Where and when do you seek help? You seek help as soon as you notice there's a problem because the longer it goes on, the harder it is to curtail. Where is that first step, do you feel? Who do you talk to first? So the first step to take for yourself or for a family member is to talk with someone you trust. If it's a friend or a family member, if you feel comfortable approaching the situation or the topic with your friend or loved one, um, I would do that. I would ask them how they feel about the substance they're using and if they feel like they're in danger and if they do need help. And if you go through that step and you're finding that the person, you know, and I'm sure this is happens regularly, that the person is not in, interested in talking about it and is not interested in seeking help for whatever reason, what do you do then? I mean, we've, we all hear the word intervention and we, we have a, probably a very incorrect understanding of how something like that works. But, but when you are in, this, in a sort of a helpless situation, where do you go when the loved one or the friend doesn't really want to help themselves and doesn't want to talk about it? Then you reach out to the professionals and you ask them for help. Um, You can call Arcadia Trails and talk to our screening team and they can assist people with finding the appropriate intervention or with the resources they need and kind of guide them in the steps they need to take in order to talk with their friend or loved one about the issue um, and give them some advice on how to approach it. Excellent. Well, Dr. Wilson, I think all of us have likely learned a little more about opioids and what to do if our lives are being adversely affected by them. Thank you so much for your time today on Dr. Oklahoma. Absolutely. And to our listeners, join us next time where we'll be busy getting a doctor's advice on how to stay healthy so we can continue living and loving life in our great state, right here on Dr. Oklahoma.